Hi everybody! Bonjour! Bonjour, ça va? Ça va bien, et vous? Et tout. Très bien. Oh, well done, <laughs> How are you? Oh, good, my G. How are you? I'm very, very good. We have decided to start a podcast um, talking about all, all manner of things, right? Mm-hmm. Because we cover uh, we cover a lot of uh, we cover a lot of ground in our conversations, and it'd be interesting for people to listen to because it, it goes all the way from I don't superheroes. know World War, superheroes, World of Warcraft, sports, fighting, no, fighting, bro, people, what else? Yeah, social sciences, coffee, um, the Who weather. Yeah. Uh, what other stuff do we? We cover a lot of stuff, oh, man. Bro, we talk about a lot. Bro. We go for coffees almost every day, just talking shit. So. Yeah, and I I like it. I like talking shit. I think it's quite also, fun. I also enjoy it. I've also got my uh, my thing on in the background, so I know uh, I know exactly where we're going with it. I've got some I've got a couple of topics we can talk about also. If you're interested, Dude, you, in that you've got of. an absolute setup there. Listen to me. I, if, I go, if I go for something, professional. If I go for something, I'm going for it. Why not? I'm going for it. How did you but, get that? Um, how did you get the mic and everything? Uh, the mic I bought a time ago when me and my missus are planning on doing a podcast, which we still are, which should drop at some point. I'm, I'm sure. Um, I've, I've accumulated an insane amount of technology over like five six years mm. and now i've got this corner space in my room where i'm just fucking i just go for it man i'm also going to try and not swear too much yeah i'm going to try that because i'm i've got a tendency to swear a lot and uh i've had a couple right. of complaints oh really i'm gonna go for it so talk to me bro ufc this weekend ufc was it 249 bro have you seen the card I was literally just looking at the card just the before card, we started, okay? Man. And so obviously, I, the, the main event is Ferguson uh, Gaethje. And then Ferguson you've got um, Henry, is it Henry Cardjo? Cejudo versus Cruz. Yeah, that's it. And then you've so, got Francis Ngannou. Yeah, that's um, another real scary looking dude. Do with them. Pronounce his them, last name. them three there could be main events on their own. They are main events within the 100%. 100%. It's fucking. What do you uh, what do you think about Tony Ferguson? I I love Tony Ferguson. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be absolute fireworks with them too because they're two very like high pressure fighters, aren't they? Uh, they oh, come man. with a lot. Yeah. It's interesting because Gaethje he he comes forward. He's got a, a ridiculous um, low kick. Doesn't oh, even come from a tie background, you know. He, comes he just from, comes from a brawling, just a brawling background. Yeah, no, he's like, I forgot what level he wrestled at, but he's like a really good wrestler. And I've he only must seen, been, he must have been Division One. He yeah, have I've only seen a few of his fights, and yeah. I was like, where's this, where's this Thai fighter from? So I started having a look at him. Turns out he's a wrestler. Um, with Tony Ferguson, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting because, like I said, they're going to both come head on. Yeah. I think they're both going to come head on. Tony Ferguson doesn't mind getting hit. To give you a few hits, is that going to work with Gaethje? Because he hits hard for his weight, yeah, and Ferguson trying to take him down. Gaethje's uh, takedown defense is unbelievable. So this is this is like a big big fight, man. Within I, that, go on. Go within that. Within the style of the fight, the style of the fight is insane. Yeah. You look at you look at Tony Ferguson, how slippery the guys. I looked at a photo the other day, um, and it was of Tony Ferguson's opponents post fight versus him post fight. Right, right, and these guys look like they've been in a goddamn car crash, right? Compared to him, he was basically almost unscathed, right? And that's because he's so slippery. If you look at him, he's so elusive the way he moves, yeah. and he's so—I wouldn't even say aggressive. You know what he, I mean? I wouldn't even say aggressive. He's super unorthodox, isn't he? Oh, super unorthodox, and, they, and the way he trains is unorthodox, obviously, because there's a massive there's a meme based on him. You know what I mean? The fact that he trains 
it's like you can only call it weird the way the things he does is insane like i see him wrestling against a, a plyometric box at one point what yeah he was doing like uh suplexes and stuff on his plyometric box he's a bit weird isn't he he's off his head mate he's off his head i think, he was you, I think you need balls. to be but yeah he's a bit he doesn't spar you know that that's another like rude well, i was gonna uh, i was gonna ask you about this what so what do you think in terms of performance right from any combat sport sparring is obviously is simulation it's simulation into into what, the, to, what to expect of the right? situation yeah in mma yeah when you've got so many different variables you've got muay thai you've got you know obviously you've got jiu-jitsu you've got your wrestling you've got all these kind of different variables that go into mma which makes it so obviously exciting within itself but what do you think to someone who completely takes away essentially one of the most important aspects of of training I would argue that it's the most important aspect of training. Really? Now, I don't know how he... I don't know how he goes, goes about it. He's obviously got some secret method that... It, uh, I, I, I don't think it's true that he doesn't spar. He must just do it at a really, really light level. Because how can you measure like your distances? How can you measure your timing? How can, that all comes in sparring. You could go for your runs. You could, you could be fit as hell. But it doesn't mean shit if you can't fight. And that's, 100%. You, can only, you can only simulate that from sparring. So I don't have a clue how he's doing it. I think it's a bit of an exaggerated truth saying he doesn't spar. There's got to be some sort of... Yeah, maybe does it light. Yeah, yeah. So, something like that. But then on the flip side of that, he fights and it doesn't look like he spars light, bro. Like, he, he gets punched in the face. He's walking at you and smiling. Yeah. That's he's not ta- someone who spars man. lightly, is it? No. God, no. God, no. But he's a, the way the way he the way he fights is is like I say so unorthodox. You, you'd almost be like, okay, well I guess he doesn't he doesn't spot because yeah. he's so strange. Like I don't know, man. I don't know. I know all I know is obviously he comes from an amazing BJJ background because he's got um, Eddie Bravo as his as his head yeah, coach, coach yeah. and um, I, I don't know, man. It can go anywhere. That fight can go anywhere. I feel like if 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 Gaethje comes out with a with a with a, a straightforward aggressive. Um, Game right. man, he's yeah. gonna get his ass whooped. You think? Oh, listen, because Tony Ferguson's—he's smart man. He's a smart fighter, right? And there's only—and and I don't feel like uh, Gagey's low kicks are gonna have a massive, massive impact. As much as it, I'm sure it will over time, but as much as it would on maybe a different opponent, I don't feel like it happened as much an impact on on um, on Ferguson. You look to the way he handled um, Cowboy. Yeah. And I wanted Cowboy to win that fight. That's hard for me to say, but uh, he, he at, at the time he was beating the shit out of Cowboy for a little while. I think Gaethje is... So, Tony Ferguson, I can't remember which side, but one of his knees, he just recovered. This is the reason why he didn't fight Khabib, because he blew his knee out, and he had some serious surgery to it. He I slipped over a pipe or something. He slipped awesome. over a pipe, but he, he... I think it was like one of his cruciates and his cartilage as well. Now, I think Gaethje's going to really test his rehab on that. I yeah. think he's just going to attack that, yeah. I, personally, I think he's going to go for that. But the other, it's it's such a difficult fight to call. Like it's a really difficult fight to call, and that's what makes it so interesting. There's parts of me that think, as much as I wanted to see Ferguson and Khabib, that thinks that this this might be a more of an exciting fight to watch. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Obviously, in terms of excitement, you can't you can't beat the fact that that fight's been made and then broken up what four times now. Yeah, I think Khabib, five. Khabib. Five. See, yeah. th- if anything, it's just building to a bigger fight. This will be nice. Like the way that you know the way me and you both know the way that professional, professional combat sports work and its ticket sales. So oh, yeah. it's only going to generate more, no matter what happens. Even if it comes to the sixth time and it doesn't work, you know what I mean? It's just going to generate more in the long run. Yeah. But at the same time, I want to see that fight, man. Here's what I've always admired about the UFC compared to like boxing, right? Mm. With 
mixed martial arts, they tend to, right, you're the best at that, you're the best at that, you're going to exactly. fight. You're the best at that, you're the best at that. That way, you're going to fight. With boxing, yeah. they tend to mollycoddle careers a lot more. Oh, 100%. And it's 100%. a lot more political. It's, I'm not saying politics don't exist in the UFC because it obviously does somewhere. But it's a lot more mollycoddled in the boxing. And then they, the timings of the fights could be well into like the, the twilight stages of their career. With yeah. um, Dana White has the monopoly on the UFC. There's no promoter that owns this fighter, promoter that owns this fighter. He has them all. So if he says you're fighting next week, Saturday, within reason, you're fighting. Yeah, I mean, if you want the cash... You know what I mean? Definitely. If you want the cash, the only other thing is obviously you've got Bellator, you've got one championship, you've got these other, you've got these other promotions in in MMA, and they're all battling for that number one. So I don't know they oh, don't get me wrong, they'll never get to they they might do at some point, but they're not at the UFC level just yet. Yeah. Um, but there's some up and coming talent in in Bellator and one championship. You you also got people like um, uh, who's who's in Bellator? Who's in Bellator? I that think you, that uh, Michael Venom Page. He fights in... Venom Page. Uh, bro, have you got uh, like... Um, some, there's some serious fighters in there. Serious yeah, I think Rampage Jackson went to Bellator, didn't he? Did he? Is it Rampage Jackson? Maybe it did. I'm but sure like he say, did. The fact, the fact we're scratching our heads says that yeah. UFC's a high level. UFC's a powerhouse. Like, they're an absolute powerhouse. And I think... I'm not I'm not discrediting Bellator or anything that they do, but they're going to have to do a lot to catch up with the UFC. You're talking like... In football, you're talking Champions League and the Championship. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying good football doesn't exist in a Championship because it does, but um, on scale of like spectators, the most exciting fighters, the most exciting fights, they are few like far between. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent, man. And what you said about boxing being almost almost they they they, they coat their fighters in cotton wool. They do, man. They pad they pad your record for 20, 20, 25 fights. Easy. Some of these guys are doing. Easy. Not if you're me, apparently. Apparently, they just chuck you in with whoever wants to, <laughs> whoever whoever wants to scrap. scrap. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Make sure you better fire in the long run. Yeah, man, what? jump on in. Hay bales, bro. Hay bales. And then also, you've got, obviously, Henry Cejudo and um, Dominic Cruz. And I think Dominic Cruz is coming down to Bantamweight for that fight. Ooh. And, that... and Dominic Cruz is no joke, bro. Dominic Cruz is no joke, bro. I, um, again, I've not seen too much of him. So I was watching a few of his fights. Um, over this week, and this guy can fight, man. Dominic Bro, he's, he's a, I think I'm pretty sure he's a gold medalist, Olympic gold medalist in wrestling, right? Yeah, the, the, these wrestlers, yeah, they have a different kind of grit. Like, I'm, I'm, not brought up on I'm not discrediting any of the other styles of fighting, like mm. Thai boxing, jiu-jitsu, or, or whatever, but the, the wrestlers seem to, they, they've got like a different... A different je ne sais quoi. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Très bien, très bien. Yeah, they, uh, they, have, uh, they have... You know why? Because they, they wrestle every weekend and they cut weight every goddamn weekend. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that kind of stuff, yeah. man. And they and they train they train goddamn hard. Especially these Cuban wrestlers. You look at... Uh, what's my man called? Who just fought... Uh, Ad- Ad- Romero. Romero, bro. What kind of juice is Romero on, bro? Because I want some oh. of it. You know <laughs> what I mean? I love you. I love you, my Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Romero is not. You remember when he took his glass off and started talking like he was like out of some kind of like movie? Yeah, or something? I, sh- I shared that video. He was like, anyone can fight anyone on the day. Have you seen it? And then he's he like, got all like some Cuban crime boss man. He's 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 no joke. But that fight disappointed me. Oh, bro, that fight disappointed the goddamn world. That fight really annoyed me, and I thought this is this is the only one percent where I think 
you know, the Tony Ferguson and Gaethje fight will be so good because they're going forward, blah, 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 blah. I thought that was going to be with um, Romero. And oh, that's so that. did everybody, man. And I'm glad I didn't stay up for it. Because he, I'm I thought I Romero, he's going to run him down, Adesanya's yeah. going to pick him off, and it's just going to be a fight between that. Yeah. I was, I was, fuming. my hands on my head, I was fuming. I bet, man. I bet. I uh, also heard the rumours of uh, McGregor and um, Masvidal. You heard about this? Shut up. Yeah, it's talk of it, bro. Just really? today. Yeah, I see it. Talk of McGregor and Masvidal for that BMF back, back, BMF title, man. <sighs> listen to me. When I tell you... Masvidal yeah, went missing, didn't he, for like a week or something? <laughs> yeah, but listen, Masvidal don't give a fuck, man. The guy's a, the guy's <laughs> a street fighter. He doesn't give a fuck. He's, no he's never going to give a fuck. But let's be honest, yeah? He's no motherfucking joke, man. Oh, Masvidal's hard as fuck. And he's never been a joke. Yeah. The only people... The, the people, he, he didn't, people didn't buy into him, but that didn't mean he wasn't a joke. You know, people didn't buy into him because he wasn't selling himself or whatever. He didn't give a fuck about the press or... Or social media or anything like that. Mm. Now he's become some like phenomenon because he he started off you know back where Kimbo Slice started, bro. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And now look at him. Now the guy's a fucking. I'd say I'd argue like a millionaire. Of course he is. Yeah. But he's he's that sort of like gritty hard as fuck. But his boxing is amazing. He's got, got well, his strike is no joke, bro. Yeah. His his, his hands his hands within yeah. themselves are unbelievable. Here's my question though, and I and I and I probably I get some stick for saying this, but I feel like. Boxing within MMA, right? In like proper boxing, as in like technical boxing, mm. very rarely seen, man. And whether that's because of very, whether that's because of there's so many different variables going in. Yeah, I I think I think because there's so many disciplines within MMA, and there was a really good uh, podcast that I sent you with um, Tony Bellew, Michael Bisping, yeah. uh, Hawani and Eddie Herm. Yeah. And, they kind of broke it down a little bit and they said, look, if you had a crossover of three boxers going into the MMA and uh, three MMA fighters coming into boxing, who yeah. do you think would prevail? And Well, they'd be the MMA fighters every time. Exactly. But if the MMA fighters were in boxing, do you think they'll win? Here's the thing. I, you, you, I've seen, it's I've it's seen, an interesting point, it right? It is an interesting point. It is an interesting <laughs> point. But they're, okay, they'd be far more adaptable, I feel. Because coming from a background of it all, yeah, coming from a background where I've done MMA, I've done jiu-jitsu, I've done all this, done all that. Yeah. Boxing is easier in terms of your training, in terms of how, what to focus on, in terms of your game plan, than MMA. Mm. It is, because there's so many different variables. I'm not, yeah. I'm not putting down boxing body stretch, it's my craft. But being 100% honest, there's so much more that goes into MMA... Yeah. It almost takes up so much more time, you know. And you understand, one day you're doing wrestling, yeah. one day you're doing boxing, one day you're doing Muay Thai, this kind of stuff. Um, and having an MMA fight come into boxing, do I think they'll prevail? Also, no, I don't think they. Do. I don't think they would. You put an MMA fighter. You, let's say you put. A... I'm, I'm, yeah, exactly right, Mickey. If I gave to you, if I gave you tomorrow, right? There's a guy who fights MMA, and he's he's fought uh, he's fought six, let's say six professional fights or six fights yeah. similar to you, and you put him in the boxing ring. Mm. I have. If you didn't come out on top out of 10 fights every single time, yeah. I think there's something seriously wrong. Because the way an MMA, MMA fighter fights boxing is completely different. The distance exactly. are different. They're standing exactly. a lot more square on because they're normally used to someone taking them down or they're preparing for a leg kick. Yeah. I think it's two different sports. Completely. 100%. It's, it's the argument between five-a-side football and 11-a-side. Bang on. I feel, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I feel like if you had an MMA fighter come into, come into boxing, yes, they know how to use their hands, no, I don't think they'll be able to prevail against a technical fighter. Yeah, a technical boxer. Yeah, someone who knows boxing. Boxer. Yeah, because you know someone knows, I mean? knows angles to defend. you got to understand, in MMA, right, unless you're, unless you're in a Muay Thai fight, 
the, the distance very rarely gets close enough to throw these close hooks, these close uppercuts. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it normally yeah. it goes from that transition straight into wrestling or into a tie clinch or something along those lines. Yeah. So, and you think with boxing as well, you get caught into habits where you catch stuff in the gloves. You yeah. can't do that in UFC. You oh, can't. Man. You can't catch it because it's oh. getting it's getting round. It's going up. It's going yeah. through. And so, even taking a lick, even taking a lick in in in, in four ounce gloves, whether oh, you're catching them on yeah. your glove, yeah, that's enough, man. That's, that's enough. That's enough to hurt someone. You know what I mean? They're basically just hand protectors, aren't they? Then they're, yeah, that's they're just to stop you from cutting each other properly, isn't it? But yeah, you it was your elbows for that. It's, it's a it's a really interesting post, uh, podcast talking about um, the crossover and what he what he was saying is that like he thinks out of three main boxes that could probably go into it, yeah. But this is Tony Bell who said it. He thinks Derek Chisora probably could. Chisora? Yeah, this is uh, War, Derek Chisora, right? I thought it was Dylan White he was talking about. Yeah, he, well, this is what he said. Derek Chisora, yeah, yeah. Dylan White, and David Hay. David Hay? Yeah, in David Hay. David Hay isn't bad at wrestling, apparently. Really? Yeah, apparently so. This is what he was saying. Tony Bellew knows a little bit as well, um, mm. but he thinks them three could um, could cross over. Like, obviously, once you put them in the next octagon and they take one low kick, they're going to they're gonna fall to the ground screaming. Oh, 100%. And I, like... You can't check a kick if you haven't got a conditioned shins, bro. Oh. You check a couple. You yeah, okay, cool. Maybe one. You take one of them bad boys, slap right on the top of your thigh. You're telling me that you don't want to squeal like a pig. You know what yeah. I mean? You can <laughs> as soon as you feel it, bro. Bro, I'm you like catch I one catch one of them. It on the door. Oh, imagine. Like I said, I've been I've been doing shin conditioning since quarantine. I've been doing shin conditioning right oh, yeah. every day. Yeah, yeah, with a with an axe handle. You can see me right now, isn't it? Yeah. I can't show you where the axe is. The axe is on the floor. So I use this bad boy, right? For the people that can't see, obviously you can't see, I've got an axe handle. Yeah, well, I don't know, just a normal axe, like a like a Viking axe. I bought Actually, like a memorabilia how, thing. How, firstly, how the hell did you get that? Oh, it's, a, it's like a Viking thing, like a memorabilia thing. You stick it when you walk. It's pretty dope, right? Yeah, so who did you nick that off? I didn't nick it off anybody. I bought it, bought it off you're, the internet. You're a liar, fam. I'm not a liar, bro. I'm doing this. I swear to God. Bought it off the internet. If someone's missing an axe, contact me. <laughs> I'll get it back. Because I know what the boys like, man. And I use this, the wood of this. Hmm. To tap my shin every night, every night, just for the crack. I, you know, I started when we started quarantine. Now it's kind of part of my, my nighttime routine, right? Now these boys are taking what would feel like a baseball bat, you know what I mean, to the top of the legs. You, watch these Thai, you take you watch these more yeah. fighters, bruv. They are smashing the shit out of each other's legs. Yeah, they're smashing the shit out of each other's legs. And you're telling me that a boxer with no leg condition, no shin conditioning, could walk into an MMA fight and take even one from a from a from a from a, a tie fighter. Oh my god! Or even no. just the even just the mixed martial artist who has some years of leg conditioning, let alone yeah, a tie yeah, fighter. Yeah. A tie fighter is a different breed. Like right. they've been taking, they've been doing leg kicks since they've been like five years old. Yeah, that's insane. Kicking yeah. down banana trees or whatever it is. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, isn't it? That's gonna smash your femur in half, mate. But yeah, yeah it's, it was interesting, man. It's very interesting talking about. Yeah, that. I feel like you I thought feel about like it, didn't you? I mean, I thought, yeah, I've definitely thought about it, and it's definitely we've, we've we've had some conversations, probably more so recently, mm. in regards to in regards to where I where I feel like I want to be in what five five years, and um, there's no doubt about it. The 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 octagon the octagon shouts at me, bro. It shouts at me because I feel like me me personally, I, I constantly want to find the the next. Yeah, I'm constantly thing. trying to push to find the, find the next thing, and and fighting with like minimal rule set. Is, is to me is ideal. Like I like the whole bare knuckle FC thing. At the end of my career, I'd love to jump into that man. I joked about with my missus and said, "Hey, I'm thinking about jumping into bare knuckle." And I got the dirtiest look I've ever had in my life. So that's yeah. that's essentially off the off the off the table for a good few years, man. But 
MMA for me, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent is something that, that that we'll look at at a later date, if if and when, you know what I mean. But if they say, let's say, for example, I get a I get a twenty grand fight opportunity in MMA, you got to believe I'm taking that, bro. I want that money, you know what I mean. We're in this, you're in this game for a good time, not a long time, man. And I want, I want the cash. Right. Mm, no, but, hey, and then I have hey, people like you, got people like you and people like Sid and my coach who talk to me about. The pro, like the longevity of the of the sport. Well, what my job is is just to give you some healthy conflict. That's it, man. Devil on the like, shoulder type thing, right? Have you thought about this? Have you thought about this? Have you thought about this? How's it going to affect this? Mm. And then I just need you to go sleep that night thinking about them questions. And then yeah. if it's the same thing over the next couple of days, then we can look at it. But yeah. it's just yeah, like you said, in in especially combat sports, boxing, UFC. Um, and the above, like it definitely is longevity. When you look at Mayweather, he changed his whole um, strategy of boxing because mm. he's a businessman. Straight up, that was it. The more yeah, fights yeah. you have, equals more money. So he's like, right, he's defensive anyway, and then yeah. he's stuck into the finished shell, and that was it. You just you'd, he didn't care if it was a pretty fight. He didn't give a shit. Either yeah. way, you're gonna watch him because of his record. So love oh, or hate, you're gonna watch him. And that's the and that's the beauty talks of, about it of combat sports, man. That's the beauty of combat sports. And what a lot of people don't understand is, you like, if you want to watch me get knocked out, cool, bro. If you want to watch me win, awesome. Just all you got to do is just make sure you buy that ticket. That's all that matters. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's the business true. side of boxing. It's hundred percent yeah. true. It's hundred percent true. And I've obviously I've started to learn that more than anything in in professional boxing. Maybe mm. not so much in in white collar or semi pro. That's my other thing I was going to ask you about, right? So there was this um. There was this documentary that came out. I didn't. I, I haven't personally watched it, but I've had a few people ask me what I thought about it. And it's about um, the kind of the background of white collar boxing, mm. right? And how um, they kind of painted the pictures in like in a negative way. Um, but obviously, he's done a lot for charity. He's done a lot for charity, of course. Has it? Has it? According to the numbers, it has. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're saying that there's no real regulation behind it in terms of injury prevention, in terms of like, um, you know, obviously you have to have an ambulance on standby and things along those lines, but there's no real medical procedure prior to it. There's no, yeah. this is their argument, right? Yeah. Now me coming from, obviously I come from an amateur background when I was really, really, really young, come from an amateur background and then went onto this, they call it unlicensed circuit or whatever you want to call it. Mm. Essentially it's, it's, the same. I mean, I was wearing ten ounce gloves and I was and I was fighting five six rounds. So it's the same as professional boxing in terms of when you get in there. Mm. But the background's a lot. There's a lot less going on, right? Now you as a as a kind of essential. Am I right in calling you a medical professional? Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah, as a medical yeah, professional, yeah. what would you, what what's your kind of view on it? So there's there's two kind of views I take on it. The first one is like a superficial one, like looking from the outside. So this is purely as a spectator, right? Mm. Now, if the only reason I would, as a spectator, go to watch a white collar fight, number one, is if there's someone I know fighting, mm. and number two, for a night out, basically. That's essentially, that's essentially what white collar fights are. Now, on if, if you're talking as someone fighting, um, I don't think... This is what kind of gets sold to white collar fighters. I like the fact that they go through this regimen and discipline and everything else that goes with it. But in terms of the provisions put in place for the fighters, there's fuck all there. There's nothing. There's nothing there. Like who? Let's say for example. Okay, there might be a little bit in terms of a rule setting of you have to wear a head guard, you have to have these gloves. 
But listen, I, and you know as well, I have been in and around them white collar fights and really how much gets checked. I would go as far as saying... Really? You know, most, for the most part, jack shit. And I've been on some good I've been on some good shows. Oh, don't get me wrong. There's some really good shows out there. Mm. And I was saying earlier, oh, how much gets like put into charity? I know some good white-collar promoters that do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they, they do everything that they say they're going to do. But there's for every one good one, there's nine bad ones. Yeah. And the nine bad ones that are here and are physically seen, I'm like, so, someone... I'm not saying someone could die, right? Because th- that's not what I'm saying. But the damage that they're being caused, yeah. is, there, is there any research to, to back up the, the, the uh, round length, the protection that they get in? Do they get any aftercare? Do they get, um, you know, th- there's so much that you could go into. Yeah. Um, do I think, it's a tough one. Because like I said to you, the flip side of that, I like the fact that people are routined and regimented and they get an insight, a very, very small scratch on the surface insight into mm. what professional boxing is. And that, yeah. that's what I like about it. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a tough one. It is a tough one. It is a tough one. And like I said, I've fought on these shows. and I've been, I've been a part of these shows for, I mean, since I first started with Sid. So fucking yeah. hell, six, seven years ago. Yeah, exactly. and, and in my experience, it's been nothing but positive. Mm. Granted, I was undefeated, but in my experience, there's been nothing but positive in terms of uh, the promoters, and in terms of the way the way we were handled with the fires, and in terms of um, you know you go for a medical prior to the fight, in terms of you just get checked over by the by the uh, paramedic or whoever the doctor is that is there. Um, and it might, like I say, in my experience, it's been positive. But from what I understand, this this documentary should shed, uh, shed some light on on maybe the negative aspects of it. And to be honest with you, what's boxing? What's only combat sport based on? Let's be honest. What money? Money, bro. Sport based oh, yeah. on money. It's, yeah, exactly. It's a spectator sport. But what people I think fail to understand is they like the idea of stepping in the ring and boxing, but mm-hmm. they fail to grasp the fact that it's a fucking fight. At the That's end of the day, it, you are fighting, and what you're designed to do is to hurt the other person as much as possible. When yeah. you do that, you win. So. Yeah. That's the, I'm, I'm breaking it down in its most purest form, and I'm probably oversimplifying it, but people need to get their heads around that when they're signing yeah. up to these like white collar fights or these like these bo- you know these these boxing matches or whatever. Like I've done I've done three, mm. and on my last one, this is what put me off it, like put me off fighting. I've told you this like a thousand times. Mm. I I stepped in, and I know the levels that I can sort of train to and get to, but the guy that I was fighting. I took the fucking piss out of him. Like, mm. absolute piss out of him. The ref had to stop it in the second round. And mm. I got no enjoyment out of that whatsoever. Because you think that someone's going to come up to your level or whatever, or you train the same. You train to survive. You train not to lose. Yes. And if there's someone who's not taking it as serious as you and then they're stepping into the ring, yeah. I'm fight mode. I'm in mode to, like, to kill you, essentially. 100%. And it, you need to be in that environment. And I've, I've always said this, like, I love combat sport i love combat i love everything in and around it but the violent side of it people really need to understand that before they sign yeah. up for stuff do you know what i, I mean? agree i agree because it's a because it's a part of you that you uh you have to kind of switch on to right yeah 
to fight. Yeah, there's a part of you that just switch on to it. Now, some of us switch on to that person immediately, and it's very, very easy. Some people struggle with it. Some people haven't got that, you know, they're not that way inclined. They get in the ring, and you can clearly see they don't want to be there. Or they get exactly. in the ring, and you can clearly see their opponent doesn't want to be there. Um, and, you know, God forbid you get in the ring, and there's two of you who don't want to be there, because we've seen that a couple of times as well. Yeah. But it's, it's like you say, you're 100% right. The, the violent side of things, for someone like me, is is what I enjoy about it most the fact that you go in there and you you are two people and you fight each other like it's mm. as simple as that you know that's the best way to put it for me like you go in there and you're trying to you are trying to kill each other but at the same time and the flip of that right is the mental aspect of it is are you prepared to die in there for mm. me and that's a, and that's the part that you lose you know what I mean? You kind of if somebody anybody who's ever trained for a fight, and when I'm gonna say train, I don't mean like you've done a few weeks training. You know what I mean? Where you've mm. you know what I mean? You went for a few had weeks. A had, had yeah. Someone who's anybody, had a cut. Anybody who's trained for an opponent, trained for a fight, you realise you have to kind of give a part of yourself to this training camp. Do you know Absolutely. what I mean? You have to give you have to switch to over to this person. That's why I got the Jekyll and I got a tattoo on my arm of Jekyll and Hyde. Mm. And um I can't remember which was the bad one. Henry Jack was a good one, isn't he? And Eddie Hyde's a bad one. So Eddie Hyde, he's holding a pair of gloves. Yeah, Dr. And, Jack was a good one, yeah. Dr. Jack, yeah, Dr. Jack was a good one, Eddie Hyde. And um, that, what that represents is the fact that in order to be the person that I want to be, occasionally I'm going to have to flip, a, you know, flip the yeah. card over and it's have to be um, the bad dude. But at the same time, that's the sport, bro. Mm. That's the sport. You, go in, you don't go into a combat sport and expect to have a fucking tickling match. You know what I mean? It's not, you're not going in there to play tiddlywinks. You're going in there to scrap each other. And, and these people... There's people that go into these things and they don't expect that. They that's think like, it. oh, I'm doing like a white qualifier. So, how, you know, how much am I going to actually have to fight? Listen, you're in front of maybe five, six hundred people. You're going to fight. The person in front of you is going to fight you back. You know what I mean? And sometimes you can tell in these guys' eyes, the guys and girls, you can tell in these people's eyes that before they're going in, they are not in the right frame of mind, man. I've seen it a few times, man. And I just think, fucking hell. You better hope the other person that's going to come the other side is the exact same the way you've said it. You know what I mean? You're maybe not expecting a fucking. Well, that's it. Yeah, it has to be. You, you know, like on the flip side of it, you you want someone kind of there that's prepared to fight. Well, me personally, mm. I wanted someone there kind of prepared to fight as well because I know it's not in my nature to be violent towards someone. But yeah. when I was in that mode, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I like it's me that's coming out the ring, Victoria. There was yeah. no, there's no question. And you know there's what it is, no bro? Question. It's the competition. Yeah, it's competition. It's the competition. We crave competition. All of us do, in any regard. Do you know what I mean? If you're at the top of your game, the person who's chasing your tail is pushing you along at the end of the day. You know That's what I mean? It. That's it. It's 100% true. Call it the 100 meter dash, isn't it? The 100 meter dash, bro. Yes. Yeah. So the yeah. analogy is the 100 meter dash is, for the people that didn't hear it on the, the podcast that I said with Dan, the analogy of the 100 meter dash is if you run the 100 meter dash with 10 people, right, who are slower than you, you know you're going to smash them every time. You're going to come in first. It's going to be easy work, right? If you run the 100 meter dash with 10 people that are faster than you, you're going to come last. You might come last. You know what I mean? You're not going to win, but your time's going to be faster. Mm. So the people around you are the ones that push you. So you constantly crave for this competition, which all of us do. Bro, how many times have mean you've played a sport and been like, right, that's, like, it becomes yeah, but table I think, tennis? I think that's just in our nature anyway. Like, it is. Of course it is. Com- like competitive. But there's people out there who are doing these white collar fights and don't have that sort of that, that flick. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Do you, do you hear what I'm saying? Know, exactly. What that, you're saying, yeah. That's that's the kind. That's what I'm. That's my argument. That you need to understand that number one, you need to have that as standard, mm-hmm. and then number two, you've you've got to be prepared that everything for everything else that comes with it. Yeah, hundred percent. And we're and we're, we're kind of painting the picture that it's two people running each other and just trying to kill each other, right? In terms of combat sports and especially boxing, 
that's not the case at all. You can have someone who isn't. No, I love that. At I'm, all. I'm, I'm talking about its purest form. You know, yeah, hundred percent. You're talking about a fight, a fight yeah, within its purest form. And the and the, the beauty of boxing is you can have someone who goes into the ring as a as a brawler, right? You can have someone who goes into the ring as a brawler, tries to kill, you know, that just a raw trying to knock you out, right? Yeah. And you can have the person who's a a technical boxer, completely calm, completely happy, like someone who goes into the ring with a smile on their face. For me, me for example, I'm constantly smiling when I'm in there. And you put them together, who comes out on top? Mm. That's it. Straight That's up. it. Who, who yeah. knows, bro? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe you don't have to have that switch when you're in there, but you got you got to have it in just in case. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's exactly sure. that, isn't it? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. You should have it in its raw form because if you come up against a Mexican fighter who has pushed you to the corner for yeah. fucking ten rounds, you've got to find something within you to fight you're in back. You're a dog you fight now. Oh, hundred percent, man. You've got to have that element of like bite down your gum shield. Yeah, and you're in a dog fight, and do you know what? Like you East area boys. There's none of you that... Well, I've, I've been down to... Like, I've watched you, obviously, in a few sparring, and every yeah. single one of you that I saw has that bite down and gum shield, and we're scrapping now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know and I mean? it's a switch, isn't it? It's a switch yeah. that's kind of embedded within us. And it's not like we've been taught it, but in terms of East Area, us as a club... It's the 100 um, dash. It's it trained. is, bro. You've got people constantly, constantly behind you, constantly aside you, constantly trying to push you to the next level. And that's why it makes. That's why I, I personally think that we're gonna have some world champions out of this gym, man. Oh, 100 percent. Like what Sid's done with that gym is fucking amazing. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. Like it's stunning. It's, it's like Disneyland for me. It's it got every, every type of bag in there. It's got your, <laughs> it's got your mats. It's got your ring. It's got you know. It's it's a nice nice space to work out in. Yeah. It's it's beautiful, man. He's gonna he's gonna really see some. Um, some good athletes be produced out yeah, there. Yeah, man. Some talent. Talent's going to come through. And obviously, you've obviously got Muay Thai in the back there. You've got all all sorts of stuff. But in terms of in terms of jujitsu competition, let's flip flip a coin, right? In terms of jujitsu competition, do you think you have to have that mindset for every combat sport? No, I don't think you do either. No, because I'm not. I started off jujitsu aggressive, super aggressive, because I was like, obviously, I'm professional boxing is my my bread and butter. So I'm just like, fuck her now. I want to kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And slowly but surely. Um, whether that be through the people I train with, or or you could have trained with you, or my jujitsu coach, we've slowly kind of got rid of that, right? Yeah. And it's a, and it's and now it's so much more like my thought process within combat sports is so much more fluent because of it, man. Yeah, it's different, right? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And you're a technical, you play technical, right? Yeah, like that, like anything I do, whether it's any type of martial art or jujitsu, it's just how my brain works. I will try and break it down into the smallest, smallest chunks. And then say, right, let's 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 move it on from here. And that's what I love about jujitsu because everything's broken down so finite. So you put your knee here, you put your hand here, you put this that, and then you put it all together. And, yeah. and this this is what happens. Yeah. Um, but do you need? You, I don't think you can think like that if you're aggressive. I agree, and that's exactly what I learned. That's exactly what I learned. It po- I pulled it from my my, my jujitsu now plays a massive part in my boxing. Yeah. Because when I need to be aggressive, I can switch on to that person, or I can switch on to being ultra aggressive. But when I don't need to be aggressive, I'm so much more fluent. I'm yeah. so much. I'm setting traps and thinking twice. You know what I mean? When you're in, if you're in a, you you've been in there, so you understand what I'm talking about. When you're in a fight, whether that be any combat sport, right? To think whilst you're under pressure, whilst you're getting punched, whilst you whatever, is a skill. To be able to think whilst you're in there. It's the main skill. And not to be blinded by aggression or blinded by. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the main skill. That's that's basically it. You've you've hit the nail on the head. Like thinking under fatigue is yeah. the skill in combat. If yeah. you can do that, 
then yeah. you've won because it's it's the, the 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 fundamental like that's the reason why you train so hard for boxing so you don't get fatigued as quick so you can think yeah 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 does that make sense yeah 100 like, and with jiu-jitsu it's you know it, it kind of goes back to it like it's training you to think under that fatigue Mm. like don't get me wrong there's times in jiu-jitsu where i think aggression does help so if you want to take someone down or if you wanted to like pass their guard quickly or you know there's there's elements of it but i think overall um you you need to know how to play you need to be emotionally intelligent the the thing i think i'm looking for you know yeah 100 100 it's it's such a massive part in any sport i think yeah any sport having the ability to switch on to especially like sport like rugby let's be honest like something like that when you, you know, what I mean, you've got to be able to think consistently. Of course, you look at someone who doesn't, who who isn't ultra aggressive, like Johnny Wilkinson. Yeah. Within rugby, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. There's so many different aspects. So sports like that, it's the same. It's the same kind of concept, isn't it? You have, you can have it in the back. In the, you, but we've I've also played a, in rugby matches with people who just want to tear your fucking throat out. So, yeah, there will be, there will be like, you know, there will be people like that. You can I think it comes a lot from your personality as well. Yeah, like 100%. you as a person, your mannerisms, the way the way you do things, you know, whether you come across aggressive like this, it, 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 you could definitely see it in your game, in whatever you do, because sport is just a way of expressing yourself, really. It is, man. You sport, know what I mean? To me, is the is the best thing. Oh, it's ever. Do you know what I mean? Like just sport in general. Like it's amazing how we can take us as people can take anything and turn it into a sport. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then we turn it into competition. Like, I'm exactly, man. This. Exactly. <laughs> it's, 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 it's all embedded within competition. And me being the youngest of five, competition is like, and you, obviously, you know my, all my family well, competition is within us, like every one of us. Oh it's so God. deeply embedded in all of us. Yeah. And you're the same, bruv. That's probably what we get on so well because it's like, nah, listen, I can piss faster than you can. Do you, you know what I mean? That kind of literally, thing. Literally. That's <laughs> so funny. It's so fucking funny. Like, anything that we see... It's like if back in the day, like I, I bet I can beat you to the lamppost, sprint there, or I bet I can blah blah blah. It's, yeah, that, that's the fun bit, isn't it? It's dominance thing as well, is it? Especially think, with women. Uh, yeah, it's a dominance thing. It's uh, like camaraderie thing. It's uh, you know, yeah. th- there's loads of aspects that you can pull from it. But yeah, yeah going back to you, Millsies, man, you lot will. I, I, I yeah, I've seen some um, some funny shit with you. Holly at the minute is cracking me up on Instagram. Well, she. What are you doing? Bullying Alfie, man. It Bro, is listen, so funny. Alfie's got I'm it. Dying. Alfie's got it, man. Alfie's got the... Because uh, it's so funny for me to see. It's so funny for me to see because I remember being that kid. I remember being that big kid, but I remember having all four of them doing it to me. You know what I mean? All oh. four of them just ruining me consistently. It's, like It's comical. Listen it to comical. me, yeah? When we were younger, so we used to live down Spring Road. Spring Road in Kempston, we had this big, big garden, right? And next door was a goddamn Rottweiler, right? Fuck. Now, if they kicked the ball over... Make go it was it. me that had to get the, the ball from the fucking, you know what I mean, with a roller chained up in the back garden. Do you know what I mean? And they would like hype me up, like, Mickey, you can do it. Bro. Can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I've got so many funny stories about these guys, man. Like Billy, my, my second oldest brother, he was like obsessed with being outdoors in the back garden, right? So if you were outside and you got bored and you said, oh, I'm going inside, he would stand at the door and pelt things at you to stop you from going inside. Like, like rocks and stuff, just like pointless crazy shit. Do you know what I mean? But that, I feel like that, them kind of things... Yeah, they make you. part in who you are. In, so when you say, like, my nephew Alfie getting hammered, bruv, he's just going to be one of us when he's older. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if someone if someone tries to hammer him when he's older, he's look, he's, he's going to have such... Whatever, bro. 100%. One more thing I've got to ask yeah. you about real quick. Is you seen this um, Mike Tyson coming back? Bruv. Bruv. What? What? Oh, my 
god, this guy. You see how much out of what he looks like now, the condition he's in. I don't know. If, has he been training? I see a picture of the condition he's in now, bro. I'm like, oh shit. My man's, my man's 53. He's 53. He's yeah. moving like that. He's hitting the pads like that. Fuck it. He's now, scary. Now, the one thing I must say, right? I have to say this because I see it all the goddamn time everywhere. And I'm a cop before I do it as well. Of course I do. Like, we'll shoot three minutes of pad work. I'll give you five seconds of that pad where they were like mad, mad sharp. Do you know what I mean? The rest might be dog shit. And yeah, but here's the lot... thing. Yeah, here's never listen thing. to me, right? I see enough man doing this. So many man doing this. And post this, smashing them. Ah! 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 Ten seconds. Ten seconds they're done, right? And they show you that and everybody's like, oh my God, this guy's crazy. Granted, we saw a bit of Mike Tyson. Granted, yeah, he's the, he's the best to ever do it in my eyes. Yeah, one of the best to ever do it in my eyes. Yeah. But is he going to be able to do that for four rounds, no, bro, but, at that age? No, but listen, here's the thing. So everything that you've just said, there are guys who hit the pads for 10 seconds. They might see a clip of three seconds yeah. and they can't, they can't back that up. What yeah. Mike Tyson did on the pads, he's yeah. got... 20 years worth of history to 100%. back that up and what that did it just gave you a glimpse yeah. of what he used to be like and that's for me that's what was scary and that's enough isn't it that's, that's enough like, oh shit the amount he the, the way he moved the yeah. way he moved yeah. so imagine, so, imagine so, so there was there was so there was talks right there was talks um currently in the air of sunny bill williams the current uh new zealand yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, outside center yeah who has a boxing professional boxing record? He's fought some bums. I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's fought anybody like of elite level or anything like that. Um, there's talks of him How fighting Mike that? Tyson. Fucking hell! Why? Firstly, Nick, why? listen immediately, right? If someone comes up to me and said, "Mick, look, I'm going to give you a mil, yeah, to get in with Mike Tyson," part of you would say. Fuck that shit. You'd you, you be like, hell no. Hell no. But then again, it's a mil. So they offered Sonny Bill, apparently, according to this, according to these uh, these articles, $1 million to fight Mike Tyson. At his age, 53, you got a 12-week camp. Would you do it? A 12-week camp. I mean, for, for a million quid, yeah. I mean, you can't turn that down. But what's a million quid going to do to Sonny Bill? I don't know how much rugby players get paid nowadays. But then, one of the, he was one of the highest paid, one of the highest paid rugby players. Boss I, I think when Phillips. you think All Blacks, there you you he's got to be like one of the top names that you think of, right? Like he's a he's a oh, house. Shut up, So what he's, I also, think... he's also nothing short of delightful. <laughs> <laughs> he's a very pretty boy. So listen, Sonny Bill Williams, one of the biggest household rugby names, who had a bit of a boxing background. Yeah. Mike Tyson, the spectators that are going to want to see that because it's them two people. Mike yeah. Tyson was fighting Joe Blogg. Fuck that. Mike Tyson fighting Sonny Bill Williams because of his yeah. credibility with the All Blacks. People are going to watch it. That's what it's for. That's but, it. But the, the, this, this one's going to blow your socks off. Another article I saw today. Evander Holyfield is also coming out of retirement for a charity fight. Stop. They just need to stop. This is what are the chances of them two fighting each other? Who? Holyfield and, and Mike Tyson, bro. Mike Tyson bit Holyfield's ear off. Really? What they're talking about this one as a fight, Holyfield and Tyson. So Holyfield has announced that he's coming out of retirement for a charity fight. At the same time that Mike Tyson is saying that he's fine. Now people are speculating that the two coming together and having a scrap again after Mike Tyson obviously bit his ear off. I'm sure they're homies now. You know what I mean? People, yeah, people forget. Did you see? But... There was a podcast. Of, I think it was with Joe Rogan. The podcast I watched Tyson talking about. Like, he didn't even like going back to training because of 
some egotistical view he had on it. Did you see that? I, I don't understand what that word means. So, like, he, he said basically back in the day, when he was, like, at his peak, yeah. that little voice inside his head, like, you could kill him. You could do this. You could do that. Like, he said, he understands that that was his ego talking. Right. And now he's grown up. He's like, I hated that guy. Like, that guy got me into, yes, it got me these titles and all the rest of it, blah, 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 yeah. blah. But this guy almost killed me. He got me addicted to this. He got me, you know, that, that yeah. side of it talking. And yeah. he said, now that he's older, when he hits the pads or if he goes on the bag or something, he can hear that ego. He can hear that little guy in his head saying, yeah, man. you can do this. You can fight this. You can win. So who would you? You play matchmaker right now, right? You've got a choice of retired, current fighters, right? Obviously, you're not going to put a top-level fire up against him. You've got people you could call on to say, hey, bro, would you want to come out of retirement and fight my Tyson for, let's say, let's say it's going to generate five mil a piece, and they're not going to go 50-50, but let's say it's going to generate five mil a piece, right? Who are you pulling out? Who 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 are you going to call up? It's got to be the one, like, it's got to be Muhammad Ali, God rest his soul. You'd have no, to see. No, no, bro, I mean, like, alive. Oh, right, like, cut, <laughs> like, can't okay. be alive. You can call right. him if you want, bro, but <laughs> bless him. All right, people, Muhammad Ali, man, Jesus. That's now, the fact. Well, now, what, my man. Yeah, what to see, isn't it? I I remember growing up watching these videos. I've got a signed uh, photo. You've seen in my downstairs toilet. I've got a big signed photo, not by Muhammad Ali, by uh, Ken Norton, right? Now, Ken Norton, they called him the jawbreaker because he broke Ali's jaw. And it's signed by him downstairs. That's a, that's a, that is that's a insane. serious they fought three. They fought three times. Um, I think Norton won once and Ali won twice, by one of them by split decision. Well, Ali only lost, I think, five times or six, probably. So even to get... He, he, he lost, to be fair, he lost a decent amount. From what I don't know, the, I don't know the ins and outs, but he lost a decent wedge, man. He, um... Hold on, let's, have, let's pull it up. I'm sure it's like only like five or six. Let's have a look record. It, it must have been something decent, man. So he, yeah, so five losses. Yeah, five losses. 56, 37 by KO. Um, five losses. Yeah, so for, for Ken to be on that record of he beat Ali, yeah, out of five, make sure, make sure I'm right now, bro. I'm make sure I'm right. I'm pretty sure that he beat him the first, on the first fight. I might be fucking wrong. But listen, but Ali, Going back to your yeah, original yeah, question, RRP which, Ali, man. Which, um, which heavyweight that I would like to see um, fight Mike Tyson. Fuck. Uh, past or present. I, th I think, and this is going to create some uproar. Go on. I think Tyson Fury. What? Would, yeah, listen. I think Tyson Fury would beat Mike Tyson within. Their prime? Yeah, if they're both in their prime, I yeah. think Mike Tyson. Uh, uh, Tyson Fury would beat Mike Tyson. Yeah. And I would say it would be within eight rounds. What? Number one, because uh, Mike Tyson couldn't really go past six. He would knock him out within six. Yeah. Number two, Tyson Fury will... It, Tyson, when he beat Deontay Wilder, yeah, yeah, he got credit for it. And this is why Deontay Wilder is a little fucking bitch. And I'm going to say it live right now, right? <laughs> go on, Deontay go on, go Wilder go. is a bitch. <laughs> if you get beat yeah. by a man who's got it strategically better than you, yeah, yeah, yeah. better on the night, and yeah. he's got everything right, put it in a package, and mm. delivered the best performance of his life, yeah. shake his hand, you say, well done, and you say you beat me. Right? That's yeah. what you do. You do that. As a man, you do yeah. that. To this day, to, to this, this day, day. <laughs> to this day, yeah. the bronze bomber has not come out and said that to Tyson Fury yet. And I, I think, 
I think that's him being a little fucking bitch. You gotta shake his hand and say to Toxic Fury, you bro, be- we're about to go viral on this shit, bro. I give a shit. Like I, I, he was a brilliant champion in my eyes up until that point. So nothing came out like it was one week, two weeks, three weeks, and no one heard from John Wilder. Yeah, like nothing then, came out. And then it was my legs weren't there because of my sh- my suit. Bruv, you don't do that. Like you, you are the world cha- world champion. To you carry don't. yourself as a champion is one thing, right? Exactly. And you you don't do that. And the the thing that like got me Yeah, that that's the thing that got me irate number two uh, number one. Number two, what Tyson Fury did, how combat sports normally work, and this is like how most coaches would do it, right? If someone's yeah. better than you at something, yeah, in this sort of like stage of your career, you wouldn't say, right. They're, they're fitter, stronger, and have a harder right hand than me. So how do I neutralize that? Right, we can duck under the right hand. We can do it. But you, you, you're trying to, like, neutralize their strengths. What Tyson right. Fury did is he said, John Wilder hits hard. I'm going to train to hit harder. Right. And I he think also that's said, fucking genius. He also said, and towards the end of the last fight, he was put, he was he started to push. He started to push on, um, on Wilder. And Wilder started to in like a guillotine, didn't essentially, he? No, I mean like the way he would he would he would he would go against him. He would instead of right. backing up, being on the back foot, he would then try and press on him, right? Right. And he he felt that Deontay wasn't great on his back foot. You can't. So pop. here's what he did. Yeah. He got well, I don't know how much weight he put on for that fight. He put on more weight, didn't he? he yeah, yeah, yeah. He went up a, up a few fucking pounds, and then he sat on it, pushed him, sat yeah. on him, pushed him, sat on him, pushed him, and that's why Deontay Wilder was 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 fucked because because uh. Fury just he's, wouldn't get off him. He would like yeah. he was constantly in that range, throwing shots, being aggressive, moving fluently. By the way, on the front foot, which is a fucking unbelievable feat within itself. Do you know what I mean? Now I think you're right in terms of how you handle how you handle it, especially at the elite, elite, elite level, top That's tier. That's what I'm saying. Zero point zero 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 one percent of people is going to get there, right? And my man didn't just blame. You know what I mean? He said it was his suit. This, that, this, that. He also like did like you say he didn't go up to you know he didn't say outstanding performance you got me now granted he might not be that type of person and his ego might be all over the place however this is you know I mean this, we're talking millions and millions of up and coming fighters are, are looking up to you do you know what exactly. I mean exactly and this and is what kind of that, people, that, you know what I mean? that's what got me so frustrated and that's why I said Deontay Wilder's little punk bitch for not <laughs> Not coming out and saying that yet yeah well not, not giving Tyson Fury's credit so that's why with your original question. What fight would you like to see against Mike Tyson? Yeah. Like, heavyweight would I like to see? I would like to see how Mike Tyson handles Tyson Fury because he is a heavyweight like no other. Yes, correct, man. I mean, you've got you've got a point, and you could sell that fight massively, sell that fight. But also, you got to bear in mind, I don't think Tyson Fury would ever take that fight because he's named after Mike Tyson. Yeah, he's one of his fucking named him after him, didn't he? Yeah, man, that's insane, really, when you think about it. But I, I personally, I don't think I, don't, I can't I can't think of anybody who I'd want to. See to go across the ring from him other than maybe maybe Lewis again bro you know what I mean stick well, Lewis in there because it was argued that no nah, I'm on about now I'm on about now bro like oh, really? who would you match make for that for this fight now you can pull someone out of retirement and say look we're going to give you a shit ton of money go and train for 12 weeks who would you do I'd say maybe Lennox Lewis again man yeah but you know I, I mean? think with the, the, the Vander Holyfield's got a ring to it because the whole yeah. you know I, I don't know if they fought twice or once I don't know but they um yeah there's a 
there's there's a there's a huge scope for it, man. There's a huge scope for it, and people are craving this shit right now, man. We want fight. We need something, right? We need something to watch. That's why this UFC is gonna blow up this weekend. You think? And also, oh my fucking god! Listen, you got Francis and Garner on that goddamn yeah, thing. Yeah, but here's here's the thing, like he's a joke, my I... man. Listen, he's what seven foot tall, two hundred and something pounds. Oh yeah, he's, he's maybe he couldn't wrestle against the Steve raw <laughs> the raw power that that guy holds is ridiculous. But here's the thing, so. With UFC, because we're, we're big fight fans, we see it as like Christmas Day. Yeah. If, you, if you're not a mixed martial arts fan or a combat fan, are you going to purchase the UFC? Probably not. I feel like you're wrong, bro. Do you reckon? I you reckon? Like you're wrong. I think people... It's the only thing people are going to watch. Sharon down the street, who listen, might watch the Premier League on a Sunday, is yeah. not purchasing to watch the nah, UFC. Listen, Shazam might not watch it, but a son will. You know what I mean? People, Anybody who's into anything... Wants to see something, right? Now, they're, obviously, they're trying to blow it up. Unless it's McGregor, you're not going to hit the fucking average shows, man. Let's mm. be honest. Unless it's McGregor or maybe uh, Ronda Rousey in her time. You know what I mean? Or mm. uh, who else really fucking sticks out on the UFC roster? Honestly. Uh, exactly. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like household names. You've got McGregor. No matter who McGregor fights, yeah, you're going to have... The, the, the gate, you know I mean, the, the intake of money for that fucking fight is going to be insane, no matter where, what he does. Now, talking talking to McGregor, Diaz free, fuck me, man. But even still, bro, like McGregor is so high up in terms of like uh, his reputation. That the let's say like the, the let's say Diaz McGregor, right? The right. difference in reputation of Diaz and McGregor is so fucking vast. I would argue that McGregor is probably the only household name in UFC. Like if, you, if, thing, if right? you went to five Since houses and said, "Give me, give me the only UFC fighter you know," I guarantee you, McGregor's name will pop up. Like I, I can't be too confident that Nate Diaz will pop up and all the rest of it. Since the last fight, Nate Diaz is star, star fucking whatever it's called, star power. Should we call it? Has gone fucking through the goddamn roof, man. Because he's a, he's a. Because people like him now. If you grew up, not if you grew up, if you, uh, if you watched. MMA, maybe a few years ago, like me, we were watching Nate, we were watching Nick Diaz, his older brother. There's a reason people like resonate with this guy, man, because he just don't give a fuck. Yeah, he just dope. don't give a fuck. Now there was talks of Nick Diaz coming back and fighting McGregor. Well, you beat up my younger brother, I'm gonna fight you. Listen, and obviously Nick Diaz got done for he got I think it was like four years for marijuana. He, he was crazy. inside for four years. No, no, he hasn't. Like he got banned for four years. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. But let's be honest, man. In the in the way the world's going, that shit ain't gonna matter in a few years' time, man. That shit. Yeah. Am, am I right in thinking that Canada just legalized the whole, like the whole nation just legalized it, right? I'm not sure if the whole nation, but I know certain states of America have legalized. Yeah, I believe Canada's legalized it. Uh, I, think I had a conversation with my boy the other day, and he was telling me they were, but I don't know if he's a reliable source to be honest with you. Yeah, marijuana is gonna be. It's, it's a plant at the end of the day, isn't it? Like I, I'm not big on it. Like I had it a few times when I was younger, and it. Yeah. I hate it. It knocks me the fuck out. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm sick everywhere. I am, <laughs> I am the guy that everyone laughs at when they're high. Yeah, man, you're the whitey kid, right? Yeah, I'm like, nah, that's that, that's that's not. Funny. We've all done it, bro. We've all done it, right? And at the same time, as much as I think, hey, it'll be it'll be good to just to maybe tax it. It'll make some make some peas out of it, maybe. You know what I mean? You wouldn't have to go to the corner and meet you know dodgy fucking Sally, yeah. pick up your fucking whatever. But at the same time. There's so many people, and you know this, bro. There's so many people that smoke it 
Just well, fucking legalise it, man. You'd save yourself half the fucking trouble. Yeah. You, know, you wouldn't have to fucking pull anybody anymore. You know what I mean? It'd be it'd be the real crimes. But the, you, the fucking... you look at you look at the effects of the drug, right? And you look at the effects of alcohol, bro. Alcohol, if it was banned, it would be a class A one star triple platinum. It yeah, is yeah, so yeah. fucking bad for you. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm double standing here because I spent my whole uni time pretty much pissed out my head so <laughs> yeah. i'm not saying for one second that yeah. um i'm saying ban alcohol i'm saying the effects of it so the effects of alcohol versus the effects of marijuana i don't understand how that shit's not legalized yet i fucking i, I I'm, I'm, I'm in the exact same boat man i don't understand but then again i'm not like a i don't fucking do it every fucking five days so I'd, and you'd never i'd never know people are like have you noticed how like 100 percent like marijuana smokers are like legalize it like they'll yeah, fight yeah. for the right you know what i mean 420 and all that shit but let's be honest man we've got bigger things to worry about right now let's be honest right you know what i mean right. talking of bigger things to worry about we'll, we'll come in we'll come to a close very soon however what do you think is going to be announced this sunday we've got uh boris johnson taking the fucking stage again bojo he's going to come up and he's going to say what what is my man going to say? Because I've seen a bunch of shit. Right? Yeah. I see, and it annoys me. I'm going to be honest with you. It annoys me because I see people sharing so They read it and they're like, it must be, like, I've read it on yeah. Facebook. It must be true. You know what I mean? Yeah. How fucking stupid you got to be to, like, read something that says, oh, uh, so Monday we're going to be back to normal. It's also going to be fucking raining cats and dogs on fucking Tuesday. You know what I mean? And they'll be like, bro, it's going to be raising, raining cats and dogs on Tuesday, bro. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I'm just like, fucking hell. You can't be that. You can't honestly believe everything you see on fucking social media. Holy shit. But well, some people do. I know. So, that's, that's the problem. Facebook is a publishing site, isn't it? Like, it's, 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 the, it's the holy grail of information. Or people treat it as the holy grail of information oh, wrongly. And, um, yeah, like you said, people are reading things and they're reading too much into it. Now, me personally, I don't think he's going to obviously come, down and say, come out and say, um, right, we're, uh, we're relaxing our laws on this, this and this. He might do a little bit. But... Just looking at it objectively and looking at what the rest of Europe have done, um, it looks like we're two to three weeks behind what Europe are doing. Right? Right. Just, like, whatever our number of our cases are or whatever this is, whatever that is, we're pretty much following what they're going to do. So yeah. I reckon he's going to follow something along those lines, what the Spain... Uh, well, Spain had a second wave, like what the Germany and all the rest of them guys did. I think he, there's talks that he's going to do this... Um, this other house bubble or something I saw so I've heard about this so the, the argument they're saying about how you're able to go to other people's houses within your fa- was it within your family well or? I don't think it's spe- it specified family or friends it's just you have to nominate one house oh, that for you fuck's sake how see this is what someone, yeah, someone believe, said to me the other day right you can't believe. someone said to me the other day yeah you get to choose 10 people right and you get to go <laughs> and I said right so this how are Sharon, you going to inv- this, is, this is Sharon again <laughs> yeah Sharon on Facebook man fucking Shazza she's out here sharing all this crazy shit yeah, here's what you're gonna do, right? You're gonna nominate ten people, yeah. You're gonna fucking, and then you can only go around with these ten people, a group of ten people. And I said, how are they gonna enforce that? Like, a copper comes up to you and says, "Is that one of your ten? You go, yeah. And he goes, "All right, go on then." You know what I mean? <laughs> what? How are you gonna enforce it, bro? You can't. Or, or you could plot a plot twist and say, "Listen, Mr. Officer, you're yeah. at one of my ten. What up?" Yeah. Plot twist. <laughs> I'm with you now. It's a drive along. He take me home. Yeah, right, no, this... I, I don't know how they're going to police up. But again, everyone's speculating. So everyone's getting angry at things that haven't happened yet. Do you know That's what I mean? It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing so to watch. It's, just, I think we just have to work. And I think Boris is very clever doing it on Sunday because he normally announces the big announcement Thursday, Friday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So he's doing it on Sunday. Number one, because I think it's Maybank holiday. Yeah. And number two, um, you give people an inch in this country, they're going to take it a goddamn mark. Let me look over America. Look what's going on over there. Cali, or uh, is it Cali? I can't remember. Some, somewhere. Oh, no, Florida. Where they're all on the beaches, my man. They're, they're fucking everywhere, bro. Yeah. Like, it's not like a normal day to these people. And you're thinking to myself, I know, I'm thinking to myself, yo, what are we doing? <laughs> like... As a, as a nation, I feel like we, we're doing the right thing, right? I feel like we're doing the right thing. We're trying to. Let's be honest. We're trying to. Yes, yeah, sure. People, I see, I see Facebook fucking articles and crazy shit saying uh, we should hold our government accountable for the amount of people who have died. I'm sure. I'm sure there's people who have a part to play in it, right? And I'm trying not to go anywhere down that goddamn rabbit hole. What I'm trying to do is work out what's next. What's next? What's mm-hmm. he going to come up and say? I feel like he's not going to loosen the law. I am not feel like he's not going to loosen anything. I feel really? like he's just going to give you a little bit more hope. Do you think? Oh, 100%. He'll say something along the lines of, right, now you're able to exercise as much as you want outside as long as you're on your own. And people yeah, like, I've heard oh, that. Oh, okay, cool. That's a... I feel like it would just be like a little bit more and a little bit here, like a fucking little breadcrumb trail of, of fucking bullshit. You know yeah, what I mean? I, but I think people are, they're getting to the point where they're starting to really feel the effects of it now. I like they have, they're probably having more bad days than good days. So yeah. they they need a little bit of the leash loosening. Do you know what I mean? 100%. And I think I think government are understanding that, and they've they've put out that you know numbers are declining. So he's got to give something, I mm-hmm. think. Um, but don't I don't want people to get their fucking hopes up. And well, that's think, the problem. Oh, this is what I expected, and this is what they've given. Yeah, I read an article. Plus. Yeah, exactly. Damien, you know, Damien yeah. read an article that says that you were, that you were opening pubs on Monday at 12 o'clock. So they, they, why is the pub uh, not open? John, whose pub, whose dog, passed it on to... Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it all just 100%. gets in, lost It's in stressful, really, when you think about it. But this is what else we've got to look forward to. You know, people are clutching at straws here, man. People don't really know what the fuck's going on. You can't hate people for fucking believing what they see. A lot of people do believe what they see. But at the same time, I'm thinking, bruv, how much longer, realistically, have we got? How much longer have we got to do this for? Like... How long has it been now? Eight weeks? Seven weeks? Eight been, weeks? I think it's six on lock. It was March the 20th he announced it, didn't he? Or March 19th? It was on a Friday that yeah. he announced the lockdown. And I think it's six weeks to the date. Some Sunday, maybe. Right. I think. So um, we'll see. And this will go out before then. I mean, ideally, this will go out today. But I'm going to see what the editing process tastes like. But we can only do what we can, man. And as long as you've got something to look forward to, as long as you're constantly waking up, right? You wake up in the morning... And you have something to do. That's, That's it. my biggest thing. If I can find something to do, and obviously my biggest thing, I'm training twice a day or whatever, but I feel like it's like, okay, I wake up, I do a French lesson, I then go for a run, I do my training, I do this, I do that, I do this, I do that, I play Call of Duty, and I've got this structure, right? Yeah. And as long as you've got, I feel like if I didn't have that structure, so like I, I wake up on a rest day and I am a little bit lost, bro. I don't know mm. what, the fuck, what the fuck to do sometimes. So I feel like if you wake up and you've got something to do, you're uh, you, 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 it makes the process a little bit easier. And also the day's going mad quick. I found that mad quick. I don't. I didn't get it. I was like, "How are they going so quick?" No, like it's four. It's quarter past four now, bro. Yeah, that's meant. And after like five, you sort of thinking about, uh, you know, what am I going to watch tonight? Yeah, you're winding I mean? down, man. Yeah, hundred percent. down. So it's like shit. It's going. It's going back quick. And tomorrow's going to be Friday. That's a week gone. And then two days. It's bloody. He's going to announce whatever he's going to announce. But insane, I just don't really. want people to be gutted. You know I, I mean? agree. Yeah, I completely agree, man. And that's the, I mean, in an ideal world, people would just be like, right, well, we've got another whatever. Me, personally, like, I ain't seen my missus in what? 
seven weeks, bro. Seven weeks I ain't seen my girlfriend for because of this. Exactly. And I'm not, I'm not fucking, I'm not freaking out about it. Like I refuse to let myself get fucking upset or angry about it. And this is coming from me, who's like, fucking, who can't be the angriest dude on earth. I'm not. I'm trying my hardest to not get angry about it. But at the same time, I read things. Yeah, I read to say, oh yeah, yeah, bro, you can do this in in a, in a week's time. And I'm thinking. Get that shit out of my face, bro, because it's not real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless it's legit from fucking Boris himself. Unless I've got my man talking in my ear. Yeah. I'm not going to believe it, man. You know what that's I mean? It. And maybe that's the right way to be. Maybe it's the wrong way to be. Who the fuck knows, man? Who the fuck that's knows? That's it. We just, uh, this is the biggest cliche going, but we have to take every day as it comes. Oh, indeed, bro. Indeed. <laughs> How many times you heard that? Oh, wait, take every day as it comes, man. Hey. <laughs> take every day as it comes, man. Oi, listen, bro, listen, yeah? Take every day as it comes, all right? See, oi, the conversations we have with people is like, oi, you know, with all this shit going on, we don't even call it corona, with all this shit going on. You know what I mean? With all this shit going on, that's a brilliant yeah. one. No one's exactly calling it corona it. anymore. Nobody, we were refused, it's like Voldemort, man. We won't say the my man's name. You don't say that, you don't say corona, yeah. you're mad. You won't yeah. say that in public. You bump into my man and he, and he stands two feet back and you go, yo, with all this shit going on, bro, you know what I mean? It's like a crazy thing, yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. It is oh, true, in, man. In, when we get to the end of end of the year, everyone's gonna say, "Do you remember what shit that went on in the spring?" Whoa. No, no hey, do that, hey, do you remember that virus thing? The mud thing, still. It's true, man. Hey, Sonny, this has been a nothing short of a goddamn pleasure. Damn straight. Uh, and it's we're good gonna to get see face. Yeah, it's good to see your face. Obviously, they can't see us, but we're gonna get another one out. We're gonna do one every couple of days and. uh I hope you enjoyed us talking about fucking everything. UFC, Corona, uh, Bojo, uh, Mike Tyson, bro. You know what I mean? All sorts of crazy shit. Injuries. Tony Ferguson. Um, the next one will be a big deal. So we could we could go we could even go into the superhero realm. That is that's when we'll really get. Bro, we just spoke for an hour. You know what I mean? And we barely scratched the surface on anything. So Jeez. it's been nothing short of a pleasure. Uh, right, brother. I will speak to... No, I'm not saying that because we're on a a podcast. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you soon.